gentlemen, welcome back to the Being Husband Podcast. I'm your host, Jonathan West, bringing you guys another episode here, telling you gents like I always do. Thank you for being a part of the work that we're doing. Guys, if you've been with us for any length of time, then you know what we're all about here. We're here to help you as a man live on mission in your marriage. And today is no different. Today's episode is no different than any other episode, but we're going to be uh, discussing weakness. We're going to be discussing something that I don't talk a lot about, to be honest with you, because frankly, I want to be perceived as a guy that you can count on, a guy that you can depend on, a guy that's strong. And uh, this particular week (laughs) is funny, man. Uh, I got a lot of different irons in the fire. Got a lot of things going on at once. And I had a podcast recorded. It was an interview with a great guy, great guest. We were going to talk about money management. And I look on my laptop and it's gone. It's corrupted. The file's corrupted uh, and it's unable for me to be able to upload. So I'm going to have to reach back out to the guy to make that happen again, assuming that he's got the time. So, and I was really excited about that episode and it was just frustrating for me because it's like, dang, man, I've got all these things going on. I've got some wins over here and then I've got these losses. Then I got these things that just, they keep coming up and it doesn't seem like I can manage all of the things that are going on uh, without something being there that, that, you know, makes me weak or something that, you know, is, is a weakness for me, right? Maybe it's time management or maybe it's just, I don't know, slowing down long enough to actually get something solid taken care of. You know what I mean? Like really, really do something really well. And, um, I sat and I reflected on that and the, the verse that came to mind and I want to share with you guys today. This will be a short one today because I just uh, I just want to share with you guys kind of where my head's at. And hopefully it's encouragement to you in some way. But 2 Corinthians 12, 2 Corinthians 12 and 7, it's, it's about Paul. And Paul is basically talking about how you know, he has gotten to this place where, or he knows a man. He says, I know a man that has these visions. Uh, but, but really it's, it's him that he's talking about. And, and he gets to this place where he's, he's proud of it. Uh, but then he tells a story about how, you know, he's, he's got this struggle that he deals with. And so he says, so to keep me from being conceited, excuse me. So to keep me from becoming conceited because of the surpassing greatness of the revelations that were given to me, a thorn was given me in my flesh, a messenger of Satan to harass me, to keep me from becoming conceited. Three times I pleaded with the Lord about this, that it should leave me. But he said to me, my grace is sufficient for you, for my power is made perfect in weakness. And I was just sitting back and reflecting on that passage. I got to thinking you know, why would God allow something like that to happen? Why would God allow a man of God to deal with any struggle, right? That's the question, right? Why why do bad things happen to good people? And that's the, that, that's the same question that's posed in Job, right? Job was an honorable man. He was a good man. He was a man of God. 
Why did bad things happen to Job? Why did Job lose everything? Right. And and more importantly, because it wasn't accidental. Right. We read the story of Job and we realize that God and Satan had an exchange. They had a conversation. And Satan was like, I would hit up Job, but you got this hedge of protection around him. And God's like, very well, I'll remove the hedge of protection around him, but you just can't do this. And then another you know, instance, they run in together and he says, all right, I'll let that happen, but you just can't do this. And God allows this to happen to a righteous man, allows a terrible thing, terrible things to happen to a godly and good man. When you sit back and you reflect on that and you think about Paul, a messenger of Satan sent to him so that he wouldn't become conceited. You start to understand that the, the, the goal of God is, is, to, is to allow a man to be humbled enough that he is reliant on God for his strength and not himself. That he's reliant on God's power primarily and his power secondarily, you know, his own power. And so... The idea here is that God is trying to grow a man and humble a man. I should say grow a man through humility so that he can actually use us for his glory and not for our own glory. Right. Because that's what this is all about, gentlemen. If if we're going to really do the things that God has called us to in our lives and the things and the households that he's called us to build, the the gospel-centered family culture that he's called each one of us to build in our household, if we're really going to be about that life, we can't do it on our own. (laughs) Okay? It's... To actually to actually form a family unit that honors God and its behavior and is a legacy that goes from generation to generation to generation, we're going to have to tap into something a lot bigger than just our egos. And it's not to say that, again, it's not to say that you should not be confident. It's not to say that you should not be strong, right? God's power, God's power is made perfect in weakness, yes. But it doesn't mean that you settle for becoming a man that is not useful and not competent in an earthly sense. You need to know how to do things and do them well. But understand that that's not the only thing that you need. It's not the only thing that we need. And so I'm just going to leave you guys with two things. Number one, in order for us to get back on the saddle when we get knocked down, right? When, when, when bad things happen to good men, we have to receive God's strength, the strength that he gives when those moments happen. Because again, like scripture says, his power is made perfect in weakness. That means that God looks really good when you drop the ball from time to time, <laughs> when the ball is dropped on you. From time to time. And when you can actually say, you know what? I don't have it all together. God is keeping me primarily. You know, I've got to get up. I've got to brush my teeth. I've got to get up and I've got to go to work and I've got to get up and I've got to do the stuff in the gym. But at the end of the day, when all is said and done, if God doesn't give me the faculties to do those things, the ability to do those things, the breath, the, the strength to do those things, I'm worth nothing. 
I can't do anything he doesn't prepare me for. He doesn't give me to do. And when he's ready for me to be laid low so that I can receive even more strength from him, he'll do it. We have to receive the strength from God primarily and secondarily strengthen ourselves. The second point that I want to make is we've got to get back on the saddle. There's so many of us, and myself included, when bad things happen to us, we want to throw ourselves a pity party. <laughs> we, want to, we want to sit down. We want to cry. We want to tell everybody about how hard it is and about how troubled our life is. And, oh, woe is me. And I'm never going to be able to make it over. And I just, I'm just a pitiful, poor, pitiful man. I'm weak. I'm weak. I'm weak. No. 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 When God gives you the strength that you need the clarity that you need, the wisdom and the humility that you need. He gives that to you so that you can get up and get back to work knowing where your strength comes from, knowing where your help comes from. So that when somebody asks you, gosh, man, you've been knocked down hard. You, you've lost a lot. You, you're dropping the ball all over the place, and it, it seems like it's your fault, but, but maybe not. I mean, maybe you seem like a guy that's put together, but, but how are you managing to get back up? Where's your hope? Because let me tell you, gentlemen, the world's hope is in themselves, <laughs> okay? The world's hope is in themselves, and they are miserable for it. They see 2020 how it was and they see 2021 how it was and they are like what in the world i i gotta get myself together i gotta make it happen when they can't make it happen when they can't do it all when they can't stop the evil the evil leadership when they can't end world hunger when they can't end human sex trafficking they falter why because their hope was in themselves their hope was in their own power. And with us, gentlemen, we have to reach beyond ourselves in those moments that we have to be lowered by God, humbled by God. Right? Messengers of Satan sent to buffet us. We have to use those moments to reach out in prayer and get the strength that we need and get back up so we can tell people where the strength is, where the real power is. And it's with that, gentlemen. I hope that this message was impactful. I hope that it resonates. I hope that it's useful. And if it was, I'd like for you to leave a comment on Apple iTunes. Leave a rating and review. Share this with a buddy. Put it on your IG. Put, let everybody know that strength, real strength, Real masculine strength comes from the Lord. And there are going to be moments where we're going to recognize that in our humility. So share this with a brother, please. And continue to share this message with other men that you know that will find it valuable. This is much uh, uh, our work, I'll say. It's not my work that I'm doing. It's the Lord's work and it's our work that we can all be a part of to help men, again, rely on the strength that God provides and his leadership and his guidance. And it's with all these things I say to you, gentlemen, take care and build on. <laughs>